And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle or your social distance. Dins- dis- <laughs> Distancing. I like distancing. <laughs> Distancing. Uh, uh, that's that's Ben Washburn uh, criticizing my my my, my stumble. Um, your dictation. Yeah, my dictation. Your pronunciation. Yep. <laughs> Pronunciation. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, 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 later in the show, we're going to be talking about a uh, CAA's new talent that just got signed. That's an yeah, interesting story there. Uh, we're also going to be talking about how germs shaped history. It's a yes. really interesting article that uh, uh, can't be posted because it's behind a firewall so or paywall. So. <laughs> That's where you keep germs, even articles about germs. You don't want them getting out. Yep. We're going to contain this one. Uh, but in this segment, Vant uh, uh, did is uh, – well, we, last time we talked about your uh, uh, painting Pikachu uh, with Bent. Train wreck. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, it, I, are you, are you going to repeat that? Because when we talked about it, you said that you might actually uh, pursue that in the future. Or did you? Is that totally? I, I, I might. I might try to do that again mm-hmm. uh, once I. I don't know. I don't. Who knows how desperate I will get? We don't know. But it could, I could get that low in my life to where I <laughs> do that again. <laughs> I don't want to. See, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I can't predict. Uh... Who, so it seems it seems going. less likely than it did last week. It's uh, yes, it's uh, yeah. It's like like me going into Menards now, and the, the guy goes, "Would you like a shopping cart?" And I go, uh, "I could do that job." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at Menards. Menards is like the Home Depot of uh, the Upper Midwest. True. Um, kind of, yeah, yeah. I kinda. guess I, you you don't you don't you do not know Menards. You do not have Menards. I've been I've been to Menards because up in Wisconsin, there's one near okay. uh, Kelly's old hometown. It seems like it's like a, a Home Depot, and it's just the same Elk way. River. It's full of do-it-yourselfers. Elk River, right? Wisconsin, is where is where I go. Was where I send my rebate forms to. So yeah, it's uh, it's very very Wisconsin. Um, I think mm. it just made it just recently into Michigan. I think it's a new arrival in mm. Michigan because there was an old Menards commercial that uh, used to uh, used to run, and I, I, I imitated it for a Michigan friend of mine, and she had no idea what I was doing. So, so I think yeah. it's slowly it's uh, it's Home Depot that sells pizzas. Do they sell pizzas? Frozen pizzas. Yeah, they have gro- they have a grocery aisle. That is some serious. That's so okay. you can pick yep. up. Yeah, you can pick up a sack of pesticide and throw it in the shopping cart along with your groceries for the week. A Carhartt jacket. <laughs> get that there. Carhartt you jacket. Wild. A new toilet bird seed. A new yeah. Yep. It's all in there. It's it's pretty wild. Anyway, we digress. Oh, very much so. Uh, yes. Uh, you did. You did another uh, virtual show. This will be. Uh, yeah. This will actually be your third show since the since the since, since the lockdown. You did one. That's right. One live. One. Yes. One. One dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I wished I was. Yeah. And then the Zoom show. And you had the Zoom you show. Did a Zoom show on Saturday. That was a little easier to do. The Zoom show, uh, just because there were other comedians doing it. Uh, one lesson I learned: I'm not going to watch the other comic sets. 
next time. I'm going to frantically prepare for my own set. That's what I'm going to do, just like I do, I used to do with stand up. Uh huh. I, I wasn't. I, I my my brain was too blank when I dove in. I thought I'd remember, and I I couldn't remember all the jokes I was going to do that were new about uh, the the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. I kept forgetting things, hmm. and uh, I was rusty. I was rusty, and I was trying to operate in a new medium. Yeah, and it was I I did not do my best work. Huh. We'll just say. That's what happened. Interesting. I yeah. and I thought you would have excelled at it because because I think I've often thought that this show is is a lot like what a Zoom show would be. I don't see uh, it's uh, sitting in front of the computer with a microphone and uh, yeah, yeah. Only this uh, and you, but, they see your face. But there's jokes. They want jokes, and I I had some material and jokes ready. I thought I I had technical problems again. Like right before we go. To get started, when I sign up, uh, you know, I sign into the room. Jackie Cation was hosting it, and I have no microphone. So I have to restart my laptop, and now I have no camera. I have to restart my laptop. So I'm starting to panic, and it, that happens every time I try to mess with technology before I do any kind of stand-up <laughs> performance. It, I can't. I'm done because now my brain's frazzled. Like, that. what was I going to say? You know, it was oh, or I just did not. And, and but I'm doing another one. I'll do another one in a couple of weeks and give it a shot again. Uh, how is uh, uh, how is it? How, how is the audience? Because that to me is the most peculiar thing about these these Zoom shows that Jackie has been putting together is that she they yeah. actually allow like I, I understand ten uh, laughers to actually yes. to actually yeah. participate. Yes, there are ten laughers that are allowed to respond to the show, or that, or maybe a few more than that. And she monitors them for background sound. Someone started opening what I would guess was uh, a bag of popcorn mm-hmm. uh, right into their microphone during Jackie's <laughs> set, which was a bit of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. I, I enjoyed uh, uh Boy, how, how, Amber how, how, how intolerant show. we have of, 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 of heckling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like usually usually you have to make about five comments before you before someone on the stage says something to you. But uh yeah. but no, just opening, just rustling a bag of popcorn. Yeah, well Jackie immediately stopped and said, Okay, who's who's popcorn? Who is that plastic? Somebody's open candy. I think it might be bent and I was muted. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I never got to tell her, like, by the way, that wasn't me. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, just what I want. Just what I want to, to be spitting popcorn husks at yeah. the screen while I'm <laughs> while I'm doing this set that I'm very. Nervous I've always about. wanted to spit popcorn at the performer. <laughs> Here's a joke I thought of that I'm going to do on my next Zoom show, Tim, and that is because you know you see this mosaic board. And it's like 28 faces all looking back at you, and they're all in their homes. Is this hackneyed? I'm going to tell everybody to look under their chair. That it's a very elaborate contest I've put together. Just look under your chair. <laughs> see how many... That's a good joke, yeah. right? That's a good joke. Oh, what, what, uh, what's funny is that pe- some people will, will start to do it and then, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait a second. You couldn't possibly fly around the country. You're not Santa Claus. You know? But how was it? There was I, I, I hear there's like there's a bit of a lag in between the, the there is. joke and the yeah. laughter. So it's kind of like there is a lag. It's kind of like doing a show uh, for hearing impaired with an interpreter. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah, there is a definite lag. I, I imagine it's like doing a show uh, while you're on a NASA space lab for <laughs> the guys back down. <laughs> but in the 70s, when things were slower, it'd be about like that. It'd be like, <laughs> it was it was tricky. It was hard. But it was just, uh, I think there's things that we're going to have to reimagine how we do comedy to really be effective with Zoom shows. A, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to do. I don't know if you've seen the show uh, Avenue Five on HBO. I haven't. It uh-huh. was. Uh, uh, it, it's. It's one of those shows that should be watchable, but I have not been able to. I have not been able to get into it. Uh, um, Hugh Laurie uh, plays the captain. Oh, of I this. like. Yeah. Oh, that's the space. We yeah. did start to watch that, and it for some reason. It doesn't work for us. It, does, you too, did, it doesn't work for you did either. Did not work for me a bit. I wanted it to, uh, and but yeah. there was but there was one there was one gag. The, there's one running gag is they keep trying to do these teleconferences. Oh yeah, but they yeah. have to wait twenty minutes. Yeah, that's a good running gag. <laughs> in between, that is a good running gag. <laughs> in between the, the statements, so <laughs> yeah. You know what else was interesting, Jackie? Before she started the Zoom show. They have to do these different security measures so that people don't come in and start pumping uh, pornography or racist slurs right into your Zoom show. There's a security issue that way. Huh. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah. My son, they started – when they tried to launch his online schooling, the very first day they launched it and they had to shut it down because some 14-year-old hacked the system and pumped pornography into the whole school. <laughs> So, so, so all the kids like, what is that? Is this biology? And yeah, isn't that crazy? And they ended up giving up. They, they happened again and they said, well, we we can't do this. These, these high school hackers are just, oh they're my, killing us. Oh my gosh. What, uh, what, 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 what a bright little kid. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, you know, if yeah. you can find, yeah, you guys don't need school. You can just you can go straight into the FBI at this point. You guys, well, especially, <laughs> you guys I think just... it's the motivation. The motivation, of course, is the pornography. You know, I often talk about that. Well, I have on stage where, like, I never learned to type because we didn't have computers. But then computers came along, the internet came, and now all the young men can type mm-hmm. now because that's the gateway to pornography. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's why they're so good at it. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. And uh, uh, just uh, just a note: we were going to talk about this more, but I got I got I got Menards obsessed. Uh, yes. In the in the beginning, <laughs> is that uh, is that Acme, who hosted uh, your 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 Zoom show with, with Jackie, is starting mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, they will be they will be doing. Live, not ju- not Zoom shows anymore. They're actually going to do live shows. They're going to do they're going to do live yeah. stand up shows, actual full shows. MC middle headliner. Uh, yeah, streamed in the club. Yeah, yeah, from the club, streamed uh, to your house. Uh, and that's you a can, good idea. It's a oh, I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I think that'll be that will be fun. I think that'll really be fun, and they'll be able to. I I think that's going to turn out well. So they're turning into a. A virtual comedy club studio, right? Which is cool, right? So Very it'll cool. be Acme Comedy Studio. So uh, yeah, go to acmecomedycompany.com dot com if you want to see this week uh, headliner John DeBoer will be. Uh, I should have looked up. Yep. Yeah, uh, fantastic act. I should have looked up who is on with him in supporting acts, but 
I dorked. So, uh, yeah, yeah, check that out, and uh, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see you in the next segment. back in the rule of three. Uh, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about uh, CAA, uh, which is a very uh, respected agency, mm. if you know showbiz. Yeah. If not, you probably don't know what that is. Uh, Creative Artists Agency, is that it? CAA? Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's uh, it. It's, yeah, it's one of the big ones. They just signed a new model, and then we're going to yeah. be talking about her uh, in the yeah. next segment. But in this segment... Um, Bent has been uh, germ-obsessed. If you remember, we were talking about the Black Plague in the yeah. uh, in an earlier episode. I don't know why I'm obsessed with this. Topic. <laughs> no, I don't. But, uh, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal, which we can't show you because it's behind a paywall. <laughs> uh, if you're a Wall Street uh, Journal subscriber, you can just Google uh, germs that changed history. We're not going to put it on Facebook because yeah. there's no sense. That's just going to frustrate people, I think. Yeah, it will. It'll it'll annoy them. Yeah, but uh, it was written by uh, author of one of Bent's favorite books that he references often, and I need to read called "Guns, Germs, and Steel." Uh, cool book. Yep. Yep. And uh, in this one, he just basically he just basically talked for a little while about how germs changed history, and uh, of course, uh, you can go back to our look up our Black Plague episode if you want uh, if you want an example of that it's uh we were talking about the how the mongols actually brought the black plague into europe but yeah it's among other things but mostly the black plague yeah but right according to this article which i found interesting what's the guy's name i i i, I should have jotted that down the author yeah, the author yeah. jared diamond jared jared diamond, diamond. great author uh, great, wrote yeah. the article he uh he, he brought up a few things that there was uh much more immunity in europe than there was in the new world africa or uh yeah. europe and uh, asia actually and and the reason, the reason why, is that most of the diseases that that we brought to the rest of the world when we started exploring were actually called zoonoses. Yeah, which is a, I, which is a disease that jumps from an animal species into a human into the human species. Yeah, and and in Europe they lived they live real close to all their animals, specifically cows. Mm-hmm. Large domesticated cattle, and it gave them zoonos. Zoonos was an example would be smallpox, mm-hmm. which uh, they developed an immunity, cowpox and smallpox, and so they came over to the new world, and they would wipe out ninety percent. They said up to ninety percent of these villages and cities, even. So the Europeans would come in, and they'd already they were already dead. The the smallpox moved much faster than they did. It's crazy. Well, they said that that's uh, that there, there's always been a puzzle of how the Mongols defeated Europe, because uh, because there were forests and uh, the Mongols had horses and the, the, their horses were useless in forest battle, 
but yet they somehow defeated Europe. And what they what they believe was is that because they were horsemen, the their horses had uh, they had developed immunity to, to horse diseases, and uh-huh. uh, that it was actually the the horse diseases that they they didn't get far into the forest, but they got far enough to 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 get the diseases there, and that actually the disease did all the work for them un, unwillingly. And uh, and, and here's 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 the problem I have with a uh, professor Diamond. Is he a professor? Oh yeah, yeah. He said yeah. that uh, he said that the reason why South America had no the Aztecs and Incas, they said the only domestic animal they had were llamas. Yeah, and they said That's that it. they they never they never transferred the diseases never transferred because. Did we say this? I, I, the the idea yeah. is that if you have if you have an animal that you're in close contact with, that you will catch the disease the animal had, and yeah. over time you will develop an immunity to that disease, and yeah. that's what they said was that there was no, they they they, they domesticated llamas, but then he said that uh, you don't cuddle or milk a llama. Do you not milk llamas? I don't. You, I, y- yes, you the llamas are milked. And uh, maybe South Americans didn't milk the llama. <laughs> I don't know. Do they milk them now? Yes. That's gross. Yeah, Who's could... milking llama? That sounds totally like a new thing, Tim. <laughs> that sounds like some sort of vegetarian looking for a kind of a, a dish for some weird restaurant. Oh, and our, our whatever features llama milk. I can hear someone ordering... Uh, latte with llama milk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it does. I do know llamas, you don't get close to those things. They will come at you. Uh, Did you know that? Yeah. They will. Maybe they're I'm, frisky. Maybe I'm confusing them. Maybe I'm confusing them with alpacas, but uh, the internet is full of people cuddling alpacas. So Yeah, well, are they cuddling the alpaca? I see I've the photos. People, yes, I've seen people cuddling alpacas. What kind of there. websites are you it's going through well, cuddle I, alpaca. I had, I, well, Everybody, don't I was, don't Google I was cuddle alpaca. I was considering an alpaca a purchase uh, at, at one point. Really? Yeah, it's a, you were gonna. Yeah, it's a, it you, makes more sense than mowing the lawn. I think. Well, it makes I it makes about as much sense as maple syrup. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's that profitable. Actually, people make money off alpaca, don't yeah. they? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, they do. So, uh, uh, it, you know. how are they good eating? We've, we've, we've gone off topic the wool, of germs. The wool. Well, I, 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 like I said, I severely, and, and there are, uh, you know, we don't milk all mammals, you know? I, I, no. I, I well, would. we learned that in, uh, what's that movie with Robert De Niro? Could you milk a cat, Greg? Remember that? Great scene. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Oh man, what's the movie? It's written by uh, Emo Phillips. Uh, oh, uh, something uh, about Mary or meet, meet, meet the, the parents. Meet the, meet, the pa- meet the parents. Meet the parents. Meet yep. the parents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway. I confuse those two movies. Uh, anyway, here's another thing. I here's another thing. I take uh, and this isn't. I'm not taking issue with Professor Diamond here. Is uh, the notion that you hear a lot that bat soup was the was yeah, the origin? Yeah. Well. We both have a Chinese friend. We have a mutual Chinese friend, and I asked yeah. him about that, and he said he he said two things. He says that uh, that that Cantonese are very proud of their yeah. uh, ability to experiment with varietal meats. Wow! No. And uh, and and he has enjoyed 
he has been into some fine restaurants where where they have had uh, uh, interesting cuisine, and he said he has never once seen bat suit. He hasn't even seen it on the menu. He says he does does not think that bat soup was, uh, uh, was, was a real thing. But interestingly, they say that some of these zoo, these diseases may have been transferred uh, through uh, medicine, through the, the, the through. animals to human that there might be. And, uh, and and our friend did say that. He did say, you know, maybe. Oh, when they like they grind up bats for like a tincture, yeah. Yeah. which is I, whatever a tincture is. Yeah. I just know that's an old timey word. For some medicine thing that you rub on, right? Right, or sure. or that you that you that you that you you know drink. I don't know. They put in eye drops yeah. for night vision. I don't know what you do with yeah. grounded up dry. <laughs> I know it mostly doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did, it did have a certain effect this time. If it is from that, it's like wow, that tincture really worked. It, uh, yeah, some sort of weird love potion. That'd be kind of weird if they could get it down to patient zero and it was. Uh, that but the other interesting the other interesting thing i saw in in the article was that they were talking about the reason why colonization in in parts of the world did not happen by europeans uh was was because of malaria oh yeah until they solved that problem yeah they they could not handle malaria right yeah and, yeah, they had to solve it. Yeah, and uh, because because the, the they did they there was an immunity to malaria in Africa and uh, parts of Indonesia and that and, and India, and the interesting the, here's a little interesting thing that I've known for a while is that it's, the first malarial cure was quinine. Yes, which yeah, is also right. which is also the predominant flavor in tonic water. Oh, did, I did not know that. No. If if you actually so, if you actually buy a bottle of tonic, it'll say right on there it contains quinine. So quinine. So uh, meanwhile, Coca Cola they had cocaine in theirs, sure, right? Sure. But so yeah. But but here's the interesting thing: is the British, who were mm-hmm. required to take quinine daily when they were when they were uh, uh, holding down the the the, the people of India. Uh, yes. Found that their 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 quinine was far more palatable when mixed with a little gin, seltzer, and lemon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> and that was actually that was actually the devout. That's where the the, the gin and tonic. Uh, oh, really? Yep. So the gin and tonic was came originally from them drinking quinine. Was yeah, was a little cocktail hour medicine. Well, and uh, Kelly. My wife, she hates gin and tonics, and now I can tell her why. It's medicine. <laughs> That's why. It's an anti-malaria drug that they're sipping on there. That's fascinating. I thought the other thing that the article brings up is that uh, this this pandemic and future pandemics, when we have air travel, just as we become more connected, we're just going to be more susceptible to these kinds of things. That's just what we're walking into oh yeah well that's that's why that's why it spread so that's why it spread so quickly yeah. was was that yeah. it was it has to, it goes back to deregulation in the 70s that uh that you know before then air travel was expensive it was only for the very few and it's uh, oh yeah and, and now you know it's every, cheap. anybody oh. can go anywhere pretty much. oh yeah i knew it was greyhound level travel uh years ago when i saw a guy have a hefty bag carry on i'll never forget that 
and he's jamming his hefty bag up in there, you know, and there's socks falling out and stuff and toiletries. You're like, oh my gosh, this is Greyhound stuff. Well, actually, post yeah, post September 11th, it became even worse because that's when you know before that point, people would wait till they you get your meal on the plane, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, after yeah. after September 11th, people started packing their lunch. Oh yeah. Oh no. What? I had a lady on a flight from Europe back home. It was a couple, and someone got on. And I thought, did I ever tell you this? I thought it was a heroin addict. I don't know if you've ever smelled a full-blown heroin addict. It smells like you know when. <laughs> I don't know if you've had. If any of our listeners have had this, it smells like someone. Have you ever smelled someone with a cast that's been on too long, and the cast gets that real <laughs> smell? That's a heroin addict. And suddenly, the whole I'd, I'd been bumped up. So I, I've got a bumped up, you know, I'm in, I'm not in first class, but I'm in like the business class. And suddenly it smells like, did a heroin addict just get in here? And it was a couple that packed their own lunch and they had a stinky cheese in there. And I wanted to punch them. And they were not French, by the way. They were, I still want to swear now to this day. I wanted to, everybody wanted to kill them. Like, what are you doing? They just cracked open the cheese and it was like. Someone had a rotting limb in the overhead. Literally, who okay. cut the cheese? Literally, literally, <laughs> the dead flesh. Oh, it was so. Anyway, anyway, enough of my rage. Enough of this segment. Brings us to the final segment of the Rule of Three. Uh, as as promised, uh, we are going to introduce uh, CAA's latest hire, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, we need music, <laughs> some sort of music I don't understand. It's the techno uh, weird. Uh, her stuff. name uh, is Little Michaela. Yeah, and uh, or, the reason or Lil No T Lil Michaela. So, yep. I said, yep. Did I say Little? You said little. Oh, <laughs> like oh my gosh! Am I so? Oh my! Painfully. Oh my! Grandpa. I don't know whether that's white or old. Uh, it might be both. I don't want to hear no more <laughs> of that little Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that did. <laughs> but anyway, Lil Michaela. Wow, wow. Uh, uh, and what yeah. makes her what makes her unique is yeah. she does not exist. But or does she? Well, that's I guess is that that's the Westworld question, isn't it? <laughs> it's wild. This is a CGI character from a studio called Brood, B R U D. Yep, yeah, that's uh, With, uh, Brood is a an LA based startup of engineers, storytellers, and dreamers who specialize in artificial intelligence and robotics. I I, I would guess and soft core porn. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what I'm thinking. That's what it is. I think. Well, I I don't even know if it's softcore. I I would no. bet. I would bet that that little Michaela has been on the casting couch more than once, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's definitely inhabited some COVID dreams. Oh, I know. Of late. She's. Been, I'm sure that uh, the, the, there's a VR version. That's just been oh. passed around by the boys of Brood. I don't even uh, the boys of Brood. Oh, that sounds like a movie. The boys of Brood. 
Anyway, this that is the question, isn't it? I mean, that she has this rep- – or she, we're even calling her a she, you know? At this point, I am willing to bring in a new pronoun. You know, I'm going to say it. Yeah. It, Leo McKella, it uh, has representation with CAA, better representation than I would ever dream of having. But it's that, that topic we've always had, authenticity. What is this – you know what I mean? In every sense of the word, this just turns authenticity on its head. But if she has artificial she, intelligence, I mean, how far does that go? How 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 many? How much? You know, how much is, uh, have they lined up the synapses? Does she have consciousness yet? Nah, I mean, no, no, she, she didn't have to... any of that. No, <laughs> she, it's a like it's like, a like, sto- like most models. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only with them. It's a willful. They have to suppress their intelligence. She just has. They didn't give her any. It's so weird. It's such a. Yeah, it is. My... A, it is a, a nineteen-year-old Brazilian American model. Which... Okay, if she's nineteen, I am thirty-five. There is no way. <laughs> I looked at that and I thought this is illegal. This shouldn't be happening. Well, it's actually it's actually funny. It's I actually sent you a picture of my niece who looks yeah almost identical to quite her. a bit quite to, a bit to the like point her to the point where she could probably sue for copyright infringement. <laughs> and that picture she just I needs sent, a gap in her that, teeth. That picture That's I sent all. you uh, uh, was when 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 she was uh, uh, fifteen. So yeah, so that, I, that's the thing. Yeah. I like it seemed like. Virtual crime to me, and then <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's just. But she has two point. She has two point three million followers on Instagram. Yeah, which makes her real. I mean, she's real now, uh-huh. right? Is that how it works? If enough people believe in you, you're real. Kind of like Santa. Is it work? Well, if you have if you have two point two million followers, it doesn't matter what what you are. You know, you could yeah. be you could be Grumpy the cat, or, or uh, showing my yeah. age again. Who's the Who's the new cat that doesn't like the vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> That's little contrary grumpy. cat. Contrary little cat. Grumpy. Is that the uh, Is that the white That's name true. of the white one? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but one of the images. Go Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say that the, the the Brazilian kind of kind of what uh, where where does that come from? I mean, does she is she on a Brazilian server? It makes her more or uh, or, or exotic. Well, that's what that's what I'm wondering. Or you know, is she uh, is she been well waxed? <laughs> yeah, now that was that. We'll address that later. But <laughs> this, you're right. I didn't even thought of that. Yeah, why? Why? That's, why that's, Brazilian? Why? Did, how why could I they, not think of that? Why would they put that in there? Why? What? what uh, I don't know. Well, just because it's it's an attractive ethnicity, it's like international. There was one of the I went and I scoped through her Instagram feed to where I felt I creeped myself out. Oh, and, really? Uh, you did? You, you, you? I just I just read the I, article. I, I oh no, she has an Instagram feed, Tim, and it's insane. And they're all very seductive, huh. and she does songs. Mm-hmm. That's well, she does. She it. They've the the brood studio went out and contracted a singer and then Lil Michaela is animated to dance and sing along to it's insane are you sure they contracted a singer I I, I heard that they actually did they, they modulated her voice and in fact because they, they have to actually auto-tune her 
because she's oh, not. Really? Uh, yeah, she does not have perfect pitch. So, you, so she's so. <laughs> that's just an intern in the in there, and then they're talking into it. And they, oh man, this whole thing's so trippy. There's one of them. She's one of her Instagram photos. She's taking a selfie. So right out of the gate, it's just a big stream of selfies. You know, so you're talking the human act of shallowness, the selfie, and now you've got a literal fake person imitating humans who are metaphorically fake and shallow. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> such a – and in the background of the selfie, it's there's someone with a tattoo that says self-love, and it's such – and then sometimes she does these kind of I'm an independent young woman kind of poses, you know. Oh. Like, and it's just yeah. so strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. How, how independent oh. are you? He, he asks yeah. as he walks over to the plug. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so strange. I could see her doing hashtag me too stuff. I could see her jumping in with that. And, and, Why not? And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing is people know. People know that she's not even that, – that, that she's just uh, – that she, she only exists yeah. in – no. No, you know, yeah. it's not like it's not like, you know, there's this the, the, this person that they try to create that they've tried to create out of microchips and servers, you know, kind of like the Biden campaign. But <laughs> you couldn't resist. You couldn't resist. It's Biden against the other his lifelike competitor. <laughs> Holy cow. That they paint orange every couple of days. Okay, keep going. All right. I, uh, anyway, uh that's they know they know she's not she they, they know she and they don't care. Yeah. No, it's, they still well, it's, they follow her. It's, they want to know what she's up to. It's so parallel to Kardashian or Britney Spears, how they have a, a team of handlers and they tell her what to sing and what to wear and what to say. And and the people following these singers so often and these personas in Hollywood, they know that that's a show, that it's fake as well. Right. Mm -hmm. It just becomes these vehicles of wish fulfillment. That's it. And so they're like, well, they just eliminated the middleman. We don't need a person. We can just – this is much easier. Hmm. It's so weird. Would it, but uh, is she human? That's my question. It's, a, it, it's truly out of a uh, uh, William Gibson novel. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with the I'm work not. of William Gibson at all. He, uh, he invented the term uh, cyberpunk. Um, he, actually, oh, okay. yeah, he actually started, uh, started seeing the future of computers and uh, virtual reality and artificial intelligence – uh, years before anyone else. Um, how 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 is he predate Philip uh, Dick? No, no, than... no. It, it's actually funny. It's I was really impressed with William uh, Gibson's vision until I started reading Philip K. Dick, and I went, "Oh, like, okay, oh, you just he ripped you it just, off. You copied. He, he <laughs> Lil McKella did. You were reading the Lil McKella version of Philip K. Dick, but." <laughs> But he uh, he he had a better grasp uh, uh, as far as uh, pop stars and things like that, and he would often yeah. he would often talk about like uh, like there was this uh, like uh, um, there was this one artist that was that was totally encapsulated inside a computer. Her conscience was was transferred into a computer, and oh, uh, because she yeah. was uh, yeah, and, and it wasn't and it wasn't she wouldn't just sing that you would actually put these things on the side of your head and you would actually feel her emotions too and you would you know see what she was seeing that uh, and, and oh man and you know well I wonder if that could get CAA representation 
and 2.5 million Instagram. It could. Yeah. The, it's uh, crazy. The, the best line, I think the best line in the article, though, is that uh, uh, from the frequently asked question on Brood's website in response to the question, is Michaela real? The company says <laughs> she's as real as Rihanna. <laughs> no, that's that's not fair. I, Rihanna, Rihanna, the umbrella song, I hated. But if you look at if you look at the list of what makes humans real, you it checks off. Uh, like the number one of the number one things, larynx, voice box. Does Michaela have a voice box? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, check. Uh, Opposable thumb, as far as I could tell, seeing her hands, yes, check. Shoulders to the side, oriented, like human shoulder upright, yeah, check. Uh, naked, hairless skin, no comment. Uh, the bl- <laughs> <laughs> blushing response, all of it, it's so crazy. <laughs> and uh, and 2.5 million followers and, uh, on uh, Instagram. It's uh, maybe we should maybe we should toss her a follow and maybe we can get some more people listening to this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm, I wish I was a CGI. That's what I wish. I will. Uh, we will hashtag Lil Michaela and see if that brings anybody over. Yeah, it's his... <laughs> a yeah, bunch of fifteen-year-old boys. Just what we need. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. so uh, yeah. Hey, if you like the show, tell your friends about it, please. Uh, uh, give us a like on Facebook or iTunes or whatever platform you listen to it on we're on, we're we're pretty much all of them right now we're on uh, we're on Spotify we're on Stitcher we're on wherever you get your podcast uh or yeah. if you want to go directly to the source you can uh, uh send us an email at uh, rule of 3 at uh that was the easy way to get an email address for the podcast uh yeah it's tim just add yes. rule of 3 in front of timslegel.com where you can go if you want to find more about me or uh, uh, you wanted to put no more about Bent? Bent Washburn. Uh, dot com. And uh, yeah, yeah, check it out. You're probably going to be posting your uh, uh, upcoming Zoom shows, at least on your Facebook, huh? I will. Yes, I will. On all of that, yes. So if you want to see one of the shows. And uh, otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.